Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. What's up, guys? Hey, welcome to the new show. Welcome, welcome, you guys. So we had an amazing weekend. Um, I didn't really know how amazing it was going to be, but um, it's been kind of a wild ride and we're going to talk about that and what it brought us to this last weekend and how we're moving forward. We've had some shit on the mind that um, we have wanted to do for some time now and uh, due to, I know none of you guys feel like this because you're all like ultra confident and got all your shit down and together and don't give any fucks about what people think, but but we've been concerned about what, you know, like, man, is it something we should do? Are people going to think we're stupid? Is it silly? Is it what? Who knows what, right? But, um... It's being able to have that confidence, but really you don't have confidence unless you have competence, right? Unless you just jump right in and you start working on it, you're never going to have the confidence that you're seeking for. Confidence is built off of just jumping in and actually doing it. Yeah. And also not having any delusions that some people are going to talk shit. Some people are going to be assholes. And you know what? (laughs) Fuck you if that's you, right? (laughs) But if you can gain something from what we have to say, and I I hope you can, um, that's why we're here, okay? So we have um, wanted to do a relationship slash marriage podcast for sometime um we always just sort of thought we were like a normal married couple yeah until we had several people tell us that just being involved in our circle of friends being involved in the shit that we do um kind of changed their lives and their perspective on things um we like to have fun we just assumed that most people like to have fun yeah you grew you kind of grew (laughs) up like Brandon and I are actually both the babies in our family, right? So we're a little bit more of maybe the wild child. I don't know. By far the most attractive. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, but I think for some reason, like it kind of brought a different perspective in life out of us. We learned a lot from our older siblings, I think. And we just kind of know how to play a little bit more than other people where a lot of other couples, they kind of get content in their relationships and they think that that's what they're supposed to have because that's what their parents had. That's what their grandparents had. And they end up kind of living a boring life and just watching TV all day long. They get married and they think that, okay, now we're just mom and dad, right? Which is cool, right? Parent, like kids need mom and dad, but kids also need to see the example of a successful mom and dad. And I don't mean success as in money and all that shit. I mean like success as in happy life, right? You know, enjoying yourself, having fun, um, and being I, healthy. Yeah, and I think that with our friends coming to us and telling us that we've changed things in their own lives, is we thought we were normal. We thought we were doing the normal thing because even though we have had a lot of hard things that we've gone through, we've been through moments where we... We're thinking of divorce. Twice. We, yeah. We, like, we have been in really dark places as a relationship. We've been married for 18 years. And if you think 18 years and it bring on 
issues, problems, things that we've had to go through to be able to figure out how to be best friends. And sometimes you start to fall out of love with each other and you need to do certain things. I mean, it's just not luck. We're not lucky to have this No, it's not luck. I was on a a podcast the other day, um, a dude that I have tremendous respect for. And I agree with, I mean, he and I are like in line like 90% of the time. 10% of the time, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, right? And we, we kind of caught into this discussion, and he's like, well, you guys know why you've been so good. It's pure luck, right? It's just luck. And I'm like, no, dude, it's because I live intentionally, right? Yeah. There are things I do on purpose, right? Like all this right here, you know, all that on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say that in, in jest, right? It's kind of like that's a joke, right? Like, but um, no, but for real, like staying healthy, staying fit, staying attractive, right? And also doing certain things and behaving certain ways, right? Um, I've noticed in our life the times that we start to have hard times. And I can't change her. So the the only thing that I can ever do to improve things is look within, right? And I can see clear as day when I look back. The times that were hard, a lot of the times it's because I was slipping in certain ways. Um, And vice versa. Yeah, it happens both ways. But I'm just me, right? I can't talk for her. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's things in in a relationship. And I really recommend if you are going to listen to our podcast and follow and just hear our stories. um, Because we're not perfect. But we've figured out some things to apply to our lives to make our relationship better and stronger throughout the years. But if you're listening to this, I recommend listening to it together. Because one of the hardest things I have seen in our relationship <laughs> is he'll listen to something. He'll be like, okay, you need to listen to this. Listen to this shit. <laughs> this will fix your shit right here, right? And when your partner comes at you and says, this is what's wrong with you, you need to listen to this. You might be right, but it's not going to work. It's, it's not, not going to be received the right I, way. I, I remember one time <laughs> my my dad bought my, my mom a book. It was a Dr. Laurel. Laura book. And if you've ever heard her, um, I think she's amazing. I used to listen to, to, to her show a lot when she was on here in Utah and I'd drive around. I had a w- w- window cleaning company at the time. And I always had like talk radio on. And, uh, she had this book called the proper care and feeding of husbands. Right now, just from the name, you're going to think it's a very misogynistic book, but it's not right. I've read the book. It's a great book. And it's not a male-based misogynistic book. Um, but the name sounds like that. And so my dad my dad bought my mom this book. She took the book from his hands, went over, opened up the counter, and dumped that shit straight in the tr- trash can, right? That's not really the best way it goes, right? And as I say, when I have issues or when we've had issues, the only thing I've, I've learned that I can do is look within and change me and do things on myself and hopefully she'll respond, right? So we have all these examples, all this bullshit we've been through. And we've came out the other end or come out the other end. We feel like on top, right? We're get, we get along better now than we ever have. Sex life is off the hook. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about sex on this show too. So that's fun, right? Yeah, that's, um, that's really a lot of people like to say that sex isn't an important part in the relationship. But I am the woman in the relationship. And usually it's the women who say, I don't like sex. I don't feel like I feel too tired to have sex. 
And it really comes down to a lot of things within sex that is around that, that actually you're having an issue with. Yeah. That's not actually just about sex. And we'll talk about that later. That's, that's, an issue. that's, that's kind a of subject for, for another, time. another day. <laughs> um, but what I want to talk, I guess our point is this, right? Endless subjects that yeah. I think we have to discuss. Um, and I hope, I think that we can be some value and also along the way too, um, I think it'll just be good for us just to yeah. do this, right? Um, and it's something that the cool thing about like YouTube and podcasts and stuff like that is it never goes away, right? And so when we're like 90 fucking dead, who knows what, maybe our kids, grandkids might be like, oh, our grandparents were really weird and crazy and they had this cool <laughs> show and, and maybe they could even learn from, from, from it. I don't yeah. know. We have teenagers and they're kind of at the point where they feel a little too cool to listen to our advice all the time, right? But something that I learned throughout any relationship is it's hard for somebody to take something in and incorporate it in their lives unless they're ready to hear that yeah. message, unless they're ready to take action on it. Our kids think that they know everything because they're teenagers and one day they're going to have a moment where they're like, okay, I have the, I'm having these relationships and they're not working out. And I'm not sure why this isn't working out for me. And maybe by leaving this legacy, we're able to help them see how it can work out. And not just work out, not just be content, but to have a badass relationship to where you actually want to have date night every week. You want to get home and rip each other's clothes off. And a lot of you guys who are actually listening um, because of the amazing things that happened that this weekend. That we're about to discuss here. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we, we've sort of gotten to the point where we had this plan. We were a little scared to do it. Yeah. Um, I think we have lots of cool things to say and I think we can be useful, hopefully. Um, but we had a catalyst this weekend and this is why we've actually recorded like three, three episodes so far, um, but we haven't shared them. And we're going to use those as practice because after this weekend... It kind of changed our whole trajectory and yeah. the way that we want to do it. And mostly that was because of how many people came up to us after this weekend. After my husband so, so oh, loving... getting ahead of the story again, okay? <laughs> okay so, <laughs> let me back up just a tad, okay? So, um, tell me a story, baby. I'm going to tell you a story, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to be really real and we're going to go back, actually, because this goes back few years okay so before we moved to hawaii which we did and we'll, we'll probably discuss that on another show we're really fucking crazy and we sold our house and everything and yeah. jumped on a fucking airplane with nothing but a few bags and boxes and restart start started our life out there but that's something we did back in 19 okay now a year or so before that we had a really rough time yeah. and uh like a really rough time. Like this was the second time that we almost were like split, right? Um, well, I had a good friend that called 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 me out on some shit, and he shared some things with me. And him sharing these things with me, a couple books, um, it led me down this rabbit hole of. Um, let's see here. How how deep do I want to go in this? Anyways, it basically led me down this rabbit hole of not so much, I don't know, I'll just say it helped me really learn who I was, there were, who I was and how, what I was doing or the lack of what I was doing 
that she was responding to me in certain ways, right? Like I said, I can't change her, but I can change, change me, right? So um, I really I started to dig into this stuff and I really just started to, to work on me, right? Um, and in working on me, I discovered these, these, these authors and these podcasters and YouTubers that I liked a lot. And, uh, I really just dug into all this stuff. I engrossed myself in this shit for like two years through this whole process. And we're going to have pl plenty of time. I'm sure in future episodes, we'll go back and we'll dig into that because that's some real shit too. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get to where we were this weekend here. So through this, this process, I discovered this dude, um, named Sean way, way, Waylon. Um, you can see my hat here. Lions, not sheep. Okay. Um, I didn't really know who Sean was, but I discovered his, his brand. Okay. And I thought it was cool. It was, um, so as I discovered his brand, I started, I fig figured out that, oh, this dude's actually sort of involved in the same space that I've been listening to and actively involved in and all this stuff, things that have helped me out. And so I started paying more attention to him. And uh, then after COVID, we moved back from Hawaii, not after COVID, during like, the start of it, our life got fucking turned all upside down. Um, we, we left Hawaii, we came back here. Sean's brand really like skyrocketed at that time, right? Because, I mean, I don't really care what your political beliefs or how you felt about all that stuff, but there were a lot of people that could jive with his brand, right? I, lions not sheep so I I did I started to buy some of his gear and stuff and I was follow, following his stuff now I finally discovered that he actually had a, a like like a mastermind group right um, and I thought to myself I'm like you know a lot of these other guys I follow they also coach and they have these programs and all this stuff but the thing I liked about Sean you know besides his message was that he was local here where I'm from in U, U, Utah. And so I'm always very skeptical about things. And so I, I just thought to myself, I'm like, he's, he's from here. Eventually, I'll run into somebody that's in the, the den. He calls it the lion's den. And I can ask them questions. Now, if I feel like it's worth it, then I would love to get involved. But I'm always skeptical and all these gurus out there and shit like that, right? You know, and so... I did wait and I eventually ran into like t t t two or three dudes that were involved in the den and they're all like, man, it was fucking life change, change, changing. You have to get involved, right? So it's not a huge amount per, per month, but it is a cost. But I said, okay. And so next time they open up the den, I'm in. I had to wait like six months or so because they only open it up like once or t twice a year. Um, so I fi finally did and... I got in the den, they got this cool app and you can scroll, scroll through and connect with people. And it, admittedly, I did get involved on a big part just for, I thought the networking part would be good, right? Um, but Sean has, um, he follows a system he calls Core, core Four. And one of those four pillars is re relationships, okay? So it's about business, it's about lifestyle, it's about all this stuff, right? But the belief is, yeah, you might have a badass marriage, but if you're fucking broke, well, that's no good. You're not ha happy there. 
you might be rich as shit, but if you're a fat fuck, well, that's well, that's not good either, right? Or if you're you're, you're rich and you're fit, but you're spiritually bank bankrupt, which we'll talk about that, and I'll be very real with that. I still don't know where I stand there, right? But if you're spiritually bank bankrupt, that's not great either, right? So he's got these 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 four principles, and the one that applies to this right here is the re relationship stuff, right? And also our business, right? Because I guess if, if this becomes something cool, then, then that's what this will be for, for, for us, right? But um, anyway, so I got tickets. So there was there's a year, yearly event they hold um, called Lions Den Life. And it's not like crazy cheap, but it's not like super expensive either. But it's a few bucks. And I thought, well, I'm like, you know what? People are flying in from this. People flew from the East Coast. There was somebody from across the pond, like another country that flew, flew, flew here. And I thought, all I got to do is jump in the car and drive that that way. So I can, you know, I might as well pay for the ticket. So I told Cherie that I bought one. I'm like, if I'm in this thing, I want to be all in. I want to at least experience it. I'm going to go to this thing. And she's like, I, I was like, yeah, if you're in it, go all in. I mean, this year I knew I wanted our lives to change in a big way. And I don't know. I was excited for him to go. I, I didn't you were really skeptical know. though, right? Yeah, I didn't know. Sean's really kind of like me though. What it was all about. Sean so. swears and he's really blunt and everything like that, right? And so. Yeah, but I definitely wanted him to go, and yeah. and in that moment, I actually was like, should I go with you? Like, I I actually wasn't sure if I. Like if it was for me or not, because well, I didn't know anything about it. At first, I think it was just if I'm wrong and somebody's on here wants to call, 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 comment. If I'm wrong, I think it was just for den members. Mm -hmm. But then I think they opened it up for you to bring your spouse too. But we had scheduling conflicts, we thought, with her. So she's like, oh, I don't know. Eventually, she's like, I've decided I want to go. And I'm like, well, they fucking closed the tickets, <laughs> right? <laughs> we can't, you can't go, go, go now. Yeah. So then um, they announced through the app that um, Sean, along with some other people, had decided that they were going to give away some tickets for free for people that were maybe spouses or pe people that couldn't afford to come. So we could apply to have somebody come for free. And so I quick and I, I sent a text out to this, this girl, Stephanie, and I said, hey, because her and I had talked about Sheree tr trying to come before. And I said, hey. My wife's schedule cleared up. I would love one of those gen generosity tickets if I could. And so she quick and got back to me and said, you're all set. So now we got Sheree coming. And, uh, and we kind of had, with recording these other sessions for this podcast, we, I've had a really hard time. We actually kind of went through something the week before going, or this last week. <laughs> and... We, it's one of those relationship things that we have to talk about and how big communication is in a relationship. And we, through the podcast, like I, I'd started another podcast because I wanted to get comfortable with being in front of a camera or being in front of a microphone. Um, I work in marketing and I've always been on the backside of the camera not on the front side. And I just didn't know if I could be that person in front. So I kind of started doing that and it, it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to be able to just put yourself out there and it's hard. And, um, I kind of just decided to do that with like fitness and goals and reaching your goals as a woman. And 
it kind of took up a lot of my time. So, but it was just for practice for us to be able to do this. And the thing that was hard about that is all of a sudden people started to like what I was putting out there, even though it was just for practice. And it, because like, became, badass. <laughs> it became something like hard to think that something else was going to come about, but we both had different ideas as to why I was procrastinating, no. but there was one big reason why I didn't want to do it. I was super down with hers and I don't think she should stop hers. It's not a, practicing she needs to do her own too um because she's awesome at it this was due to our conversations these are the things that i thought she was just concerned about me or concerned about was on hers she's really sweet and she says nice words and all this stuff when you get me on this show i'm gonna say shit like fuck damn hell and and bastard right um that's a little bit hard for her to to take right again um this is Probably a big part of why I drive with Sean is like, he's super blunt and says, fuck shit, hell damn, and bastard too, right? Um, in front of a th- thousand p- people. And people think he's awesome, right? And so I wanted this show to be super raw, super real. We're going to talk about our bullshit, right? I mean, maybe not everything because certain things are probably too personal, right? To share on a show like this. But for the most part, I'm I'm an open book, right? Um I know that she is not as comfortable with that. I just come from a... So he he speaks his way on a daily basis. This isn't just for the podcast. Like, like this is just the way we are. He is who he is, and I love everything about him. But growing up, I've always had a certain image that I felt like I had to keep. I kind of felt like I had to be a, a certain perfection my whole life, and... The crazy thing is, is that I was on the same page as him and wanting it to be raw. But when it really comes down to it, when it really comes down to pushing the button and sending this out, I'm going to change my whole story, <laughs> right? And that's one of the things we learned this it, weekend. You're, that we're not going to change into. your story. You're going to change your story in some in a few other people's eyes. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're going to realize that maybe it's not quite what they thought, right? Yeah. So which is okay. So I, because I've lived this certain way and trying to reach perfection my whole life, it kind of was something that I felt like was was scary to me. It was just scary. I wanted to do it. But it was just scary to me for me to put myself out there in a different way and have people see me in a raw way and talk about topics that, you know, I, for, for a lot of you guys that met with us this weekend, like I have, my family means a lot to me. I'm very close to my parents. I'm very close to my siblings. And the way that I live my life is very different than my siblings. They're very different than my parents. And I have so much respect for my family, so much respect for my parents. And I'm a daddy's girl and my dad, I played sports growing up and my dad was my coach and we were always really close. And there's things that that have happened in my life and we'll talk about those later that kind of have hindered our relationship in a way I feel like, but but it's still really great. And, And I didn't want to create something that... You know, we, we kind of, even as adults, we want to have our parents be proud of us. We want to leave a legacy that they're proud of and that they can, they can you know, just look at you or give you a hug and say, I'm proud, you know? And so that was kind of one of those things that I'm like, okay, I got to overcome this. I've got to like beat this because I can't always stand in the shadow of the way that I was brought up and not give my story to people because I know that 
I'm not the only woman who feels this way. I'm not the only daddy's girl who feels this way. Who feels like you can't be yourself and still have somebody be proud of you. I know that that's something that others struggle with. And I learned more of that this weekend by <laughs> having the feedback from a lot of people. So, yeah. So we, um, now I've already somewhat, somewhat, well, not somewhat. I, I have, I believe overcome that part. Right. Um, I'm the youngest. My dad's passed away years ago, but my mom and I have a very interesting relationship. I, I have no fears of t telling my mom exactly how I feel or say, or in using the words that I use. Um, I just, I, that's just how we are. Right. Um, so I don't necessarily have those fears, but I understand her fears, but I also understand though, that you can't let your fears or let somebody else's, uh, 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 opinion of you stop you from achieving your dreams or the things that you want to do right and even Cherie did and said in her one of her other podcasts on her show there's this quote that a friend of hers gave her that really means a lot to her that, that says what it's something that I actually needed to push even my other podcast out and she was actually somebody that really inspires me but she said to me when I told her I was trying to get this podcast out it took me from December to March to actually put out this first podcast and she said to me Look in the mirror and tell yourself this. So I, I actually recommend and challenge all of you guys who are afraid to take that first step to put yourself out there, to post something. I, I really encourage you guys to do the same thing because it was something that really helped me. But she said, look in the mirror and say this. It is none of my business what other people think of me. Think about that. It is none of my business what other people think of me. We're trying to make it our business what these other people who don't matter in this world, right? They don't matter what they say to us, but we let that hinder our growth. We let that paralyze us and keep us from but reaching then, things. But then though, right? There's there's levels, right? Of that shit, right? Yeah. Because Shree, Shree said that on her show and she was telling people and she fucking like meant it, right? Like <laughs> yeah. there's none of their, your goddamn big business what those fuckers think of you, right? But then when it comes to doing this and I'm going to say bad words and we're going to talk about sex and taboo shit, how did you feel about your, it's really simple guys to not give a fuck about the people you don't know. Yeah. It's not as simple to not give a fuck about your like immediate fam, 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 family though, right? Especially like there's, there's probably a lot of you that are like, well, my parents screwed up my life. I don't care what they think. My parents have actually been a big support in my life. They've been with me through so many things, you know, um, always there for me growing up and everything. Like they are amazing in so many ways. And I always wanted to know that they're, con I constantly want to know that they're proud of me. I want to know that they see me as being a good mom, as being a good wife, as being a good example. But my example of what I am as a wife and what I am as a mother is a little different than what they grew up teaching or that what I grew up being taught a lot them. different a I mean, lot different <laughs> in her household the word butt was a swear word right so we can totally <laughs> like we can fully understand um the fear right but I think though in theory I'm not saying this is how it is in real life but if you could give them a full understanding of what you're capable of, of what your dreams are and what, what your life should be, they probably wouldn't want to hold you back, right? 
Um, but still, you just have to get to the point where you're like, I'm just fucking gonna gonna send it right. So, um, she went through the thing, being scared of what people that she didn't know would think. She still talks all nice and sweet on her other podcast, but this one though was really hard for her, and I knew that right. And so, we go to the den meeting, the Lions Den Live, and uh, we listened to a cu- couple amazing speech speeches. Sean was the first one up there, and he's just like fucking amazing. This guy, um, Garrett White, Sean's Sean's mentor, spoke, and we get to this point where Sean and Garrett and Jer- Jeremy Finlay are on stage. I think that's his name. Sorry, dude, if I got you wrong. Um, I'm almost sure that's his name. All three of them on stage, and they're taking questions. And I had a question in my mind. Now I'm not a I'm not a re, 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 religious dude, and that's another again a topic for another day. But there was but it was interesting because there were two times at this this thing where, man, I just had a feeling in my gut that I knew if I ignored it, I was gonna regret it. And I just you know if you're religious, you would call that the spirit, or you would call it God talking. If you're if you're more if you're not that way, you might call it source or the universe. I don't fucking know and I don't care. I just knew I, I knew I felt like I had to do something. And I thought to myself, self, you're going to get your sat, your your ass up and Shree's either going to thank you or she's going to hey, hate you. And I, when he, <laughs> when he got up and he went and got lined to ask a question, I had this feeling in my gut. Oh, hell no. Did not mention my name. I knew what he was doing because we, we kind oh, of... Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Sometimes she, she, she channels her... So she grew, grew up in Magna, Utah, which is a little bit of the hood, right? So sometimes, oh, hell no. Right? I'm a little gangster girl at heart, I'm sorry. So I get up there and there's like, I don't know, there's like six people in line in front of me on this side. That other side of the room's got like eight, right? So it takes some time, and so I'm just sitting there getting more and more and more and more fucking n- n- nervous, but I just know that I have to do what I have to do. And so I get the mic finally, and my question was not for me, okay? All you dudes out there know that this is how this goes sometimes, right? You can talk until you're blue in the face, either to your spouse or your kids or who, whoever, and wives probably know this too, right? But unless some, sometimes it takes somebody else to say that thing for them to be like, oh, light bulb, right? Like that makes sense, right? So what I was trying to do is I was trying to fish for Sean to give Cherie an answer that I knew that he would give. And my question that I was trying to get to was something like this. Like, listen, this question is not for me. We're trying to start a podcast. My wife is deathly afraid of what her immediate family will think because we're going to talk about some weird shit. What's the advice that you would have for her? Now, Garrett, if you're listening to me right now, that was pretty crazy. And thank you for making me like push through through it, right? Because um, that was hard to do. Um, but it all it all ended up the way it was supposed to be. Garrett was kind of give giving me a bad time. Um, and then Sean finally spits out exactly the, the answer that I was expecting from him. So I'm like, cool, we're set. And all of a sudden I'm walking back to my chair. Do, 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 do. And all of a sudden Sheree's walking up to the stage. Do, and I'm like thinking, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> he didn't even hear, but Garrett actually called me on <laughs> stage. And I'm like, 
Well, they made me stand up <laughs> while they were talking about this, and I'm like, oh, great, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> Again, I've always been on the other side of the camera. I, I'm not one that I really want to be the center of attention. Maybe when I have a few drinks in me, like, I, I definitely want to be the center of attention for some reason, but... Not in front of a thousand people. Not in front of a thousand people. I was not, (laughs) like, super excited about that. But, you know, sometimes you just got to realize you got to level up and and put that fear aside. So so I... So I think it's just her up on stage. I, I just think they're going to go and, and, and work with her. So I go and I, I park my ass it's in like my seat. It's like they're going to tear her apart. She's going to get what she needs to get right now, right? So I go and I park park my ass in my seat and all of a sudden Garrett points at me. He's like, you, come here. And I'm like, oh shit, right? <laughs> so we inadvertently found ourselves on stage um, in front of a thousand people going through this I look at my guitar looks like I have horns right now <laughs> yeah, um, you're, the, you're the devil <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we find ourselves on stage and for front of all these people and it's scary as hell I mean I'm not a super shy person but I stutter right and we'll talk about that uh, another show too because I'd love to tell the story there too but I mean, for the most part, I've overcome it, and I'm not. It's not a thing I think about most of the time. But I mean, let's be real: in front of a thousand people, you fucking think about that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're we're talking and stuff, and they're making us do this thing, and um. I don't know. Well, what did you think? Well, so I I know that many of you who are listening actually saw and heard this whole thing. So we're just repeating something that you saw right but I think it's important for you guys to know the feelings that we both had because a lot of people look at our lives even like because I put a lot of stuff out on social media from our lives because I I want to be super mom I want to be the super wife I want to be I want to be amazing in every aspect of my life and people will comment to me and say oh your life is so perfect and I want people to realize getting up on stage in front of people on a, a thousand people that was not easy for either of us. Scary as hell. Scary. The weird thing was for me is I wanted to be. So we actually had an interesting experience, okay? When we went in there, <laughs> and I'm guilty of this. This was me. This came out of my my mouth, right? We kind of sat towards the back because this is not a huge venue, right? And so I'm like, there's there's no bad seats in this house. Let's sit back here and that way nobody will we won't get called up on stage. I intentionally... He literally said that as we walked in there. I intentionally (laughs) played small, right? But then I almost immediately regretted it, though, too. Yeah. Um, Not enough to get my ass up and move and change seats, especially because once people filtered in, all the seats in the front filled up, right? But I did. Like, I intentionally played small, and I almost immediately regretted that. Um, and I could tell that he regretted it. I knew, I know him, and I knew that he was going to not be happy with that situation. <laughs> I had to let him do him. But so. there's a part of me though that's like, no, I don't really want to do that. And then there's another part of me that's like, no, you fucking need to do that, right? And so, through whatever you want to call it, right? Like all the people there at this thing would have called called it God. I might call it Source or the Universe. I don't really fucking care. But something spoke to me, got my ass in line, got Garrett to drag our asses up on stage. And we ended up on stage and it was actually like a life changing, altering type thing. Right. And not just for this thing right here. There was so much more than that. Um, but they did though commit us. They're like, 
we need a commitment date. When are you going to launch this thing, right? And we're going to launch it the 19th. Yeah, and, Father's um, Day. Father's Day, next, next, next week, a week from now. And so uh, we did. We com committed to record our first one this morning, which I said we've already done three, but we're going to just use those as practice because we have some new, new thoughts here. Um, but yeah, we're going to record this one. This one's out next week and there'll be the start of our new, our new show. Um, one of the things that I want to say though, is part of what was life changing for me in that moment was just the fact that I, in that moment being up there on stage and being able to say that this was going to happen, we're going to launch this, we're going to do this. I realized in that moment, and we had been talking about this in the, at the event prior to us getting up on stage. And so I already had it in my mind, but I realized that I was living my parents' story. I was living that perfect life, that perfect way that I felt like I had to be and I had to show people that I was. I was living somebody else's story. And one of the, the big things that I learned from this was that you got to rewrite your story. And you got to rewrite your story because our legacy is very different than what we grew up learning and living. And how do we ever change the way that our kids think? How do we ever change the way the world thinks? And thinking that marriages can't work out. How many marriages are failing right now? What is the divorce rate right now, Brennan? I believe it's like 55%. And according to her other uh, coach that she has on her, 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 her other show, he always adds this on. And I'm sure he's right. Like, I don't, I've never seen the statistic, but I would guess he's right. It's like, 55% of marriages end in divorce and 25% of the ones that don't get divorced probably ought to be divorced, right? Yeah. So what does that leave you with? Is you 20% that 20%. are like actually enjoying themselves, right? Yeah. And I would say that might still be gen generous. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know. Because we have marriages that are like sticking through it, but do they actually have fun? Are they actually married to their best friend? Because guess what? This guy is my best friend. When I have the greatest news that I need to tell somebody... I know he's the guy that I need to tell because he's my biggest support. I know that if I have something really hard that I'm going through, I'm telling this guy because he is my best friend and he's my biggest support. And I know there's this big movement going on with women. And this is something that I think is very important. And a lot of women aren't talking about it. They're afraid to put their message out there because all of us women want to be a supporter of the feminist movement, but the feminist movement actually has gone a little too far. And that's something that I have to say as a woman. And something that we talked about yesterday at the event was, and I love this, they, they had a panel of all of the relationship, the um, Sean Whalen's relationship and um, a few of the other people. I don't remember everybody's name. Yeah, they're speakers. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about it was... And their, their wives were on stage. Yeah. With them, right? One couple in particular, we're actually gonna like take out to eat, and I'm super stoked about that because they're fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so, Scott and Ann, if you're listening, we're gonna still <laughs> hang out. Mostly because you know what? In a relationship, you never will stop learning how to have a better relationship, and that's why I think it's so important to find other couples who have rock star relationships, yeah. badass relationships but to I learn think, from. Oh, are you going to pull a hair off my head now? <laughs> yeah. she, she made me stop the last time we began because she had a hair that was like flying right there and I'm like, 
I gotta fix this. <laughs> now we have to start over. No, um, you you were starting to go somewhere though, right? Yeah. Panel? So and the girl asked what, and they answered how. Yeah. So the <laughs> panel, I can't remember exactly what the girl asked, but something about she was being talking feminine about, and masculine yeah. versus masculine. So she's saying, you know, I have a business. My husband has a business, and we struggle to have to find because the she's power. A, right? She's a strong. Because she's a strong man, woman. And, you know, and I definitely want women to realize, like, I was a stay-at-home mom, and eventually I realized that I didn't want to just be a stay-at-home mom. I wanted to have a career for myself. I wanted to be a strong, passionate woman going after my hopes and dreams, too. And I think that's the biggest heartache in the world in relationships today, is that we have such a power movement with women, and this power movement is actually being very confused. Counterproductive, actually, yeah. right? And so she asks this question, and I'm like, all of a sudden, like, tuned in, right? I'm like, okay, let's see how these, these wives up here answer. Because they're all badasses, right? Like, yeah, Saxon and Waylon. Total and, like, badasses. Yeah, they're awesome. And they're married to fucking kings, right? Queens and kings, right? Um, and I was instantly tuned in because I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see what they're going to say. And every woman up there and, and answered in the perfect way. We're like, listen, just because I'm feminine, you know, doesn't mean I'm not powerful, right? There's this weird paradox I see that go, goes on with the feminist movement. Feminists, feminines in the name, you would think they would want to be feminine. Feminists are becoming, max, are becoming masculine, right? They want to be the equal to men, right? Um, but all these women up there are like, listen, I'm very feminine and we have our own roles. He's very masculine and he has his own roles. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's complimentary. I have something to tell you. Men and women, we're not fucking equal. We're not the same, right? And I don't mean that on like some oppressive level, right? Like you're stupid and you're a chick and like stay down there, right? We're just fucking not the same. We're not the same creatures, right? We don't think the same. We don't act the same. We don't look the same. Um, we don't have the same hor hormones. We don't have the same... I mean, we have majority of the same parts, but not all the same parts, right? We're not the same, right? And so being masculine and feminine, that's is meant to complement. Yeah, but I, there's this weird movement where, for some re reason, that's seen as like this, this bad thing, right? But all these wives answered in the perfect way. But what did Sean say at the end of that, though? I might screw it up. That's okay. But... Just start sucking right now. That's, that's what Sean said. If I'm you think you're going to suck, just start right now, right? So no. the thing that I loved about it, and I, and I kind of thought this way, but he put it in so profoundly and just basically said that we are building kingdoms. We're building kingdoms. And the fastest way to destroy a kingdom is... The woman in the relationship because she really is and i think it was it amy she said women are the backbone of that relationship of that kingdom right and what can destroy a kingdom faster than anything it's the person that you are with it's the woman that actually is your powerhouse that's standing next to you that can destroy you completely there's many things that a man can go through in their in their career and everything but what destroys a king faster than anything is the queen. And here's the thing that I wanted to actually add to that because I thought that was very profound. And if you're building a kingdom, if you have a relationship and you have a king and you're the queen, what happens if you are both building different kingdoms? If he's going and he's building his own kingdom and I'm building my own kingdom, that's going to cause contention. 
Each hey. of those king kingdoms needs a partner. Yeah. So that king's going to end up with a new queen, and that queen's going to end up with a new king. And then <laughs> yeah, it's so... Just, you might as well have the same fuck, fucking kingdom, right? Yeah, but here's what happens <laughs> in that situation, right? Like, you're both building your own kingdom. Well, guess what? When you have arguments, when you have things that make, it, make your relationship hard, because guess what? You're going to have stuff that's hard in your relationship. If you're just barely getting into marriage or in a relationship, if you think life's going to be easy and happy and go lucky... You're wrong. If you don't think that you're going to have to work through your relationship every day of your life, then you're wrong. And if you're both building separate kingdoms, when that contention happens, what's going to happen? Mm. If you're building two different kingdoms, guess what? I Because we are women and we're powerful, just and men are powerful, Like I know because especially the movement that's going on, if he pisses me off, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to send my army to go take care of that motherfucker, right? So Bring it. <laughs> so how does that help you grow together? Where does that, that power struggle in the home? And this is, this is the crazy thing, and I'm saying this to you women, because I am a strong woman who wants my own career that has my own hopes and dreams. And this is the power struggle that we have in the home. And if we can't create a kingdom within our home, how do we create a world where we all can come together. We're going to con- constantly have division. And if we're not teaching our kids that they have the most powerful kingdom together in their relationships, then they're going to all be building their separate kingdoms and we're just going to constantly have fighting. Right. And so I love that, but I just wanted to add that on there that if you are a strong woman who has hopes and dreams, you need your king just like your king needs you. And it is so huge to be the support of your king. And it is so huge for him to be the support of the queen. Yeah, and just because you support him doesn't fucking by default mean that he doesn't support you and your shit. Exactly. I have so many women that talk <laughs> just, to me and... I don't understand this, this, this <laughs> whole weird weirdness the world has, right? We feel like only one person can have power and only no. one person can have strengths in a relationship. No. But I will say, I have to tell you, I started my other podcast two months ago And when you pick the right king to be in your life, because that's what it's really about. We have all these women that have all this trauma and they blame men for everything, for a lot of things, because they've had bad relationships and they all of a sudden attribute everything in life to go to to be the man's fault, right? But I will say this man right here who is my best friend, every time I had a hard time putting a podcast out there or putting a Facebook live out there, (laughs) this guy came to me and he's like, you did an amazing job. He was my biggest support and the biggest help for me to actually push the button. The first one she did, <laughs> she had made all these ads like, oh, there's something new coming out next week on this date. And then like the date came and she's sitting there in front of her computer with her hand in the air like this. And she's like, I, she's like I crying. could right? not push the button. She's getting like tears are starting to come down and I'm standing there. I'm like, fucking press the button. <laughs> and she's like, I can't get myself. I'm like, fucking send it. Right. And I'm like pushing her hand down. Right. And she finally like pressed the button and sent it out there. And like tears, like I literally, you guys, <laughs> it was the scariest thing I've ever done. But, in my life to put myself out there and I had every emotion go through my body in five seconds. I cried. I had anxiety. I almost like passed out. It, it was crazy. But it's dope though. And this is going to be a good tr- transition into the next thing I want to say. Cause we only have like 13 minutes left and I have to go because I'm doing something cool too, I think. Um, I believe in that, that we need tribes, right? Which this Lion's Den is a rad tribe. I'm getting involved in another tribe too. I, I ride motorcycles and I'm joining a, a, a MC, a club. Um, 
So I'm going to go to this thing this afternoon for that. But that's why I need to leave. But the next thing I wanted to say, though, but like, I mean, imagine if you guys could support each other like that. And we haven't always done that, right? Like, no, you just you just have to learn. you just have to learn it and recognize when you do and try to do it more often, right? Um, but imagine like that's awesome in your own home, right? But what almost do we never have, right? When you tell your friends or your family that you're going to do some big thing, what's the result or what's the re- reaction you get most of the time? Nine out of ten times, what do you get? Hey, I'm going to launch a new business, brother or sister. So I ate tacos the other day and, <laughs> right? and they were Fucking really good. <laughs> crickets, right? Because they don't believe in you. No. They don't, right? Um, so... I don't know if I just came up with this or what, but if you want to change your vibe, change your tribe, right? Um, one thing that was amazing, so after we got our asses dragged up on stage and we were all like nervous and like shaking and probably looked like dumb shits, right, up there. Um, I don't know, at least in the pictures where we weren't talking, we looked sexy. I posted them on Facebook, you can ch- ch- check them out. Um, but no, so afterwards though, for the next, that was day one of it. Um, so during lunch and dinner and networking afterwards and then the whole next day it was amazing the flood of people that came up and were like man you gotta fucking launch that shit you guys are awesome i can't wait to hear 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 it i've even got gotten messages on facebook this morning the 19th the 19th the 19th right um imagine what it's what your life could be like if all of a sudden you were surrounded by people that fucking believed you could do shit right yeah that's fucking like mind-blowing right and I think that was the biggest motivating factor for me too is because I even had many women come up to me and say hey I want to know more of your thoughts on this and because there are things that women just don't say we're afraid to say them because we're afraid that these these outspoken feminists will come at us and say all these awful things but I'm ready to take it on girl so if you Mm -hmm. have things to say about me and things to say in your opinion give me your I'm going to listen. I'm going to read it. I'll see what you have to say. I may not agree with not you. Not just about you, but they might have advice to ask yeah. me. I had two or three dudes afterwards walk, walk up to me and be like, hey, I can't wait to hear your show yeah. in advance. Can I ask you something? Because I'm struggling with my wife or with my fam- family or with something like this. What do you think, right? And I'm just some fucking schmo that dragged dra- dra- up on stage. <laughs> and all of a sudden... They're interested, right? And I give them my advice, and they were stoked to to practice it, right? So, and we're not perfect, and that's the thing, and that's what people need to realize: is a relationship is something you're constantly learning. Even in business, you have to constantly learn. If you think you know everything about a relationship, about your career, about raising kids, raising kids is hard. We have three kids, yeah. and it's hard. But that's hard, and that's your life, right? And this is another giant takeaway that I had: is everybody has a story. And everybody's story, somebody else needs to hear, right? Yeah. Um, so, Sean, one of the other speakers that Sean had, um, man, I'm going to mess up with Ryan, I think is his name. He has another tribe um, down in Texas, um, another mastermind group. But him and Sean committed, like, I think, what they say, like, 2016 or 15 or some shit like that that they were gonna they were gonna post a video on Facebook every single day for the rest of their lives right um, and actually that's what built lions not sheep is Sean just started to talk right 
um, eventually had a post go viral and then, you know, things just sort of went from, from there. But the lesson to take from that is that, man, we all have a story Mm -hmm. and just because you're going to tell your story doesn't mean that you're expected to be perfect or that you are perfect. We fucking are not right. But we have a story and that story is probably useful to at least someone out there. Right. You know? Um, and if doing this is fun, which it is, yeah, it's good for us along the way. And if it helps somebody else and maybe you're interested and maybe you might share it with somebody that needs to hear something and all that, you know, if, if our story can help, like this morning, I'll, I'll do this really quick here. Um, so I, so I stutter. I have since I was a kid, there was the majority of my life. I couldn't string two or three words together, together. Um, super hard, super miserable. We're going to talk more about that another time, but, um, I've gotten to the point in my life where I, I almost don't even think about it. Right. Um, but I kind of have been thinking about this story thing since this, this, this weekend. And so I jumped on, I, I poured some coffee this morning, went out, I sat on my front porch swing out there and I jumped on a stuttering community that I follow on Facebook um, I read through shit sometimes and I've told Shri, I'm like, man, it fucking breaks my heart to see all this stuff. Like, I just wish I could give these guys like my, my experience in life. Right. And let them know that it can be okay. Right. Um, but you can't, right. But anyways, I'm sitting out there drinking my coffee and I jumped on there. I went live on the group and I talked for half an hour and I've gotten, not like I had a t- ton of people listening, but I've gotten several people saying, oh, thank you so much. I had to he- hear that I can jive with that and stuff like that. And that's just my story, right? We all have our own unique stories. So we're going to share our story here about our life. We're going to be raw. We're going to be real. Um, eventually, we're going to get high tech enough where we could go li- like live and people can ask questions and shit like that, I'm sure. But as, as of right now, it's like this. Um, but feel free to ask questions. Feel free to add us on Facebook, Instagram. Add us in. I mean, the one thing that I think is huge in a relationship is to find others who are working on their relationships and wants to constantly have a good relationship. If you can find friends that actually want to have a good relationship, how you'll never understand how that will change your world and being able to have friends together and make those moments happen and create stronger relationships. That's really important. And I think that if you guys reach out to us and let us know what you're struggling with, or maybe just say, hey, I need to hear about this topic, or I didn't like this, or I liked this, let us know. Like, we we really want to know because this is fun for us, but also we want to do it because we've been through some hard things, and we want to share that with you, and we don't know how to help if you guys don't give us feedback, so. So unless you ask, we're just going to tell you stories and talk about Stuff. weird shit and stuff so we thought we were the normal but we realized after a while we're a bit crazy we have yeah. we have a little bit of fun together yeah. a little bit he's my best friend and damn i love going on date nights with him that's like what we look forward to every night and or every week and sometimes we've been in the moment where i was like okay we're really gonna do date night like i'm not really vibing with him like, and i'm we've like been there well, i'm like it's Fucking Wednesday night, of course, we have to get your ass in the car, let's go. <laughs> but you just have to make it happen for your relationship and for each other. And um, we just want to share what we've been through and what we did to get through those hard moments. So. And I wanted to say, I, I know 
that probably 90% of you guys that listen to this right up front will be from from the den because all those that asked me to post it in the den um, I just want to say this like that was my first Lions Den Live I didn't really know what to expect um, the support is amazing I genuinely feel like we probably made lifelong friends yeah and uh, lifelong friends that not only are your friends but they support your hopes and dreams and they want to see your success and I will say I've, I've never I didn't really know a lot about Sean Whalen in any of what this was about Brennan shared things with me over the year over the past months but the thing that I loved about it because you can follow coaching you can follow different things the thing that I loved about this whole experience is when people become successful they want to just keep being successful and they keep on rising the thing that I loved about Sean and everything that he did this last weekend was that he not only wants to be successful but he realizes that to be successful, you have to give, you have to serve others, you have to give back to somebody to actually gain what you really want out of life. And he reaches down and he pulled us up on stage when we were nobodies to anybody there, right? He pulled many people up from the prior years or from the den to come and speak for five minutes in front of a thousand people. How monumental was that for these people? And that's a community that I am definitely behind and wanna support because honestly, like, we need those moments to be able to have a stage to say what you want to say. And I love that about Sean is he wants to see this success in other people, and we feel that way too. We want that. We want to have this badass relationship that we have to spread like a virus so that people can stop being content in their relationships and actually really enjoy being together and can't wait to, to spend every moment together when they get to see each other. And I'm going to use this last moment here to put Sean, Sean on the spot. Sean, I know you don't know me. Um, I'm new in the den and everything like that, but I have massive respect. And Sean said that he wants to be on, not our, our specific stage, but he said from the stage, he's like, I want to be on your stage someday, right? I already said to him once, Sean, I want you on my show. I said it twice, actually. We saw him last night before we left. And I'm going to say it a third time right now because I'm going to follow through with exactly what we said we would do on stage. And we're going to post this shit in the den on the 19th along with making it live. And uh, Sean, I can't fucking wait to have you and Sax on the show. Yeah, you guys are rock stars. Thank you in advance. And uh, yeah, so I think that's it for now, huh? Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Love everybody that we met this weekend. And honestly, reach out. We love everybody. We want everybody to have amazing Peace out. And the rest of the shows, I'm not going to end with this, but Lion's Den, fucking love love you guys, man. It's been dope. Can't wait to get to know you guys more. So. And one last Peace thing. We oh, are, Jesus. Sorry. We are actually doing the podcast and we're posting these videos on YouTube as well. And yeah. we'll let you know both in case you want to see it. And one last thing. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Bye, guys. See you guys. Peace out. Peace out.